0: Look for the long suit. Look for the long suit and play it. Um, I think that I think that's one thing. Uh, and, and, what is the long suit and and, and and what can you do with it mm-hmm. to, to, to contribute? What contribution can you make with it? Uh, is the question because um, that I think is where ultimately um, satisfaction in life
1: comes from. Welcome back to the Own Your Awkward Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Vargo, and every episode we get into what has made our guests vulnerable and how they've learned how to own their awkward in order to live their best life. Stay tuned so you can hear every awkward moment in today's show. Hey friends, welcome back to another awesome show of the Own Your Awkward Podcast. Today, I am really excited to introduce you to someone I just met recently, getting to know and learning a lot from, Michael Fowler. Michael, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be here. So Michael Fowler is the Executive Director of the World Trade Center in Tacoma, as well as the Principal at Asia Access Inc. And doing lots of great things, bringing the stuff we're doing here around the world. Michael, it's been a pleasure to get to know you, and I'm really excited to hear you own your awkward today. Um, the pleasure is mine, Andy. Well, before we get to hear about your awkward, you're so in touch with things all over the world. What do you see right now as the most positive thing out there?
0: Well, the the best thing that that uh, the, the, what, the pandemic, you know, was it was a tragedy. But one of the one of the good things that came out of it was it created a world that is fluent in Zoom. I mean, no matter it it seems like every country uh, knows how to use Zoom, and that and for especially for the a lot of the micro, small, and medium sized enterprises that I deal with at the World Trade Center, this is this is a a windfall. This is really because you know uh, the problem with for small, medium sized companies was always trying to find partners that you trust mm. uh, because you know the big guys can send people over and and uh, check them out but the small guys we we always wondered i I remember uh, years ago sending money overseas and wondering if i would see anything for it <laughs> right but <laughs> like now <laughs> yes yes and 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 i've been very lucky i haven't lost anything like but um now we can on a a, virtually a a moment's notice, we can connect uh, somebody on screen with a a company in anywhere in the world. And uh, it helps so much to see and talk to people. And then they can take their phone and they go and show them the equipment. They show them the product being made. They show them the boxes ready to ship. So so you feel a heck of a lot better than sending
1: money uh, uh, wondering. Yeah. I love that. I, You know, I I felt very comfortable with online meetings, so I had to do some before the pandemic started. But I, I love that you use the word fluent because we. I remember the, getting to even just like family conversations where people who aren't in the business world who haven't had to do that all of a sudden. It's like, oh, how do I, you know, we're looking at someone's ceiling fan and someone else's forehead. And now you look at it a couple of years later and everyone's just on board with it. And I love this idea that we can just connect with anybody anywhere in the world at, at any time.
0: Yes. And and fluent. Uh, in the in the early days of the pandemic, uh, usually when we had online meetings, it was five or ten minutes just to make it work. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now it every we're we're right on right on. And and uh I also had some meetings I remember where uh people people would uh, have their unmade bed in the background. uh, Mm -hmm. And, and it's like, Oh,
1: you know, you
0: you shouldn't do that. Right. (laughs) We can see that.
1: Yeah. Uh, For a while there uh, a couple of my friends and I were playing zoom bingo where you would, okay, did we see an unmade bed? Did we have someone walking (laughs) around? How many ceiling fans or cats walking through did we see? Right. I mean, sometimes it's fun to see Like,
0: yeah, uh, I have a colleague with a, a dog that looks like a bear and he would just oh. walk back and
1: forth behind her. Yeah. That's um, it is fun when there's a little bit of photo bombing going on, if it's, you know, not too distracting and appropriate.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So that's, I think a wonderful thing that, that came out of, and, and, and of, of course it's also uh, I have daughters who travel and are in school uh, away from home and, it's wonderful to, to, I mean, it helps so much to see them.
1: Um, and that's just priceless. Yeah. Now, how has this changed how business works when you can now interact across the world? I mean, you've, you've worked for a long time with people all over the place.
0: Yes. Well, I think the biggest change is that, um, I started doing trade Back in the mid '80s, um, when my Japanese partner and I started, we we had to borrow one of our our, our clients' um, telex uh, te- uh, teletype machine okay. in order to communicate real time with the U.S. Or, uh, and it was cumbersome and yeah awkward and uh, awkward (laughs) and uh, then the facts came out in the early 90s and that helped a lot Um, but then of course the internet came now all you need is a cell phone uh, and and you can talk also the expense I remember paying telephone bills that were higher than my rent wow yeah that's how it was that that was all the way into the 90s um into the into the yeah probably until 10 years ago and and now I pay zero you know for for calls around the world like every night right. um <laughs> and you've got I mean, it's it's still a little complicated because you've got like Line for Japan, you've got WeChat for China, you've got WhatsApp for, for several countries. It's it, Everybody's got their own platform. And sometimes sometimes I see messages come in and I'm like, where did that come in? Was that a text message? Was that an email? Was that WhatsApp? Well, I, mean, I, I know I saw a
1: message. I have to yeah. find it. The closest I can relate to that is even just with all the technology, you know, I I don't deal with too many people internationally, but just all the different ways in which we are communicating even domestically where, you know, I have some friends that I chat on messenger and some on WhatsApp, and some are, yeah, their texts, or some are email. And some sometimes people are messaging on both with the same relationship I'm thinking, wait, where did we have this conversation?
0: Didn't you say something like, well, where did you say that? What, What platform? Yeah. And then you go to find it it, and it's like, oh, I'm looking the I'm searching in the wrong place. Right. Well, well, it's yeah, it's even more complicated with me, I think.
1: Oh, definitely. And and you are fluent in how many languages? I just want to get that out there because. Well, I have to I have to qualify. I don't tell Chinese
0: or Japanese that I'm fluent because their standards for fluency (laughs) are higher right okay here in america yeah. fluent means like stringing one word after another without okay. hesitation. and if that's the definition then it's japanese chinese and uh english and okay. and uh working i'm still you know there's other other languages in process uh Excellent. my uh my duolingo has so many languages on it that uh it's constantly bothering me uh Hey, you haven't been around. Uh, What about Japanese? What about Korea? What about
1: Vietnamese? Hey, how about Portuguese? Uh, (laughs) That's fun. A lot to keep straight in your head. I I have downloaded Duolingo and I, I think I'm on an eight or nine day streak since we met. All I, right. I downloaded that there the next day, and I've I've gotten through several lessons. So well, I'm happy to have done that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been it's been great just to get refreshed. And surprising how many things uh, were familiar when I saw them again because I yeah. the past and, and I wouldn't oh, have yeah. been able to pull them out of thin air. But when I saw them, I was like, oh, wait, I know what that is. Or yeah, you know, so they said Your rec-
0: recognition is much better than production. Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. Well, Michael, you're here because the world wants to know how awkward you are and what your awkward mm-hmm. thing is. So what what is that thing that's been awkward for you to, that you've had to own? Well,
0: for, for as long as I can remember, uh, I have not been up to date on television or music or um uh, events that most people know about uh tv shows i think i stopped watching tv uh, like leave it to beaver at, or or was it uh andy griffith okay. uh, the, i <laughs> talked about that I, I know or or flipper i remember flipper right king uh, of the sea <laughs> yes i i uh, lassie i remember lassie but but after that i i um kind of checked out and i'm interested in my own things that i've that i have my my passions that don't involve you know pop culture you might say and so even even sports you know i before i go to japan i remember studying up on baseball because the japanese know more about the mariners than i do and so i had to like Find out how are they doing Uh, what's the Japanese ball player Um, um, I had to I had to to study the Japanese ball players and everything before I go before I go to Japan
1: yeah because they're expecting you to be the representative from this right Uh, not only America but right here in Washington yes they know everything about it wow so that's intimidating so how have you how has that worked to your advantage when you are kind of stepping out of that culture you know i
0: basically i still like just keep quiet and i and i and i and I, and I, I listen and and uh, i don't participate very much people will notice but i think the advantage is that you know i've just kind of let myself go off the deep end on things that i'm interested in okay and uh i i consider myself very fortunate in that my jobs are are really related to the things that i've been interested in sure. um i i i remember having interim jobs um in between west point and the university of hawaii i had some jobs uh well, I had I had, a, I had an accident that I was recovering from, but I, I had jobs that uh, involved everything from like elevator operating to parking cars, and my colleagues would talk about games and uh, things oh, like that. Yeah. I, and I, oh, wow! wow. But <laughs> in in parked inside my white glove uh, as an elevator operator, I had Chinese characters, oh, <laughs> and Chinese poems that I was memorizing. Uh, when nobody was around and and so I just kind of went off the deep end on on that and uh, I still um I'm just I'm very aware of international relations and what's going on every day and everywhere from um uh, Ukraine to uh, the Pacific is south pacific and and i keep keep up to date on all those things and and the cultural aspects and i probably have i probably listened to podcasts is another positive thing that has happened uh, i i can i listen to dozens of podcasts uh a week um and it's amazing how specific these podcasts can be oh sure. and i'm just in you can go off the deep end and, and find, you know, all kinds of information, but I'm, I'm very thankful that my job is not disconnected from my interest. And so when we do business with China, Japan, Vietnam, India, it's all really interesting to me. And, and it kind of builds on things that I already understand.
1: Yeah. So it almost sounds like, would you, would it be safe to say that the pop culture things almost are a distraction from what you really prefer to be focusing on
0: yes I mean I I do find I that one of the one of the advantages of of being so unexposed is that when I do watch a movie it's like wow this is amazing <laughs> yeah. or, or 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 when I do watch TV and I see a commercial everyone is new oh you know, sure wow that was funny you know that right. was great you <laughs> see that yeah you know. it's always a new joke <laughs> yes yes so so that that's a benefit uh in that when i when i when i do manage to sit down and and, and watch something it's my my threshold level for entertainment is at the floor
1: okay <laughs> i love it <laughs> so have you have you run into situations where that has cause challenges for you because there's a discussion going on and you're in the space of like, hey, who are the, how are the Mariners doing? And you're like, ah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes, I have. I have. And usually, especially amongst my overseas counterparts, uh, I get expressions like the Japanese will say, You know, you don't know that you're American. Yeah. <laughs> I get that all the time, but they forgive me, you know, and, uh, and on the other side, I probably know some things that they don't know, uh, sure. about our own culture, uh, that, that, uh, so it's, it, it's okay. They, yeah. they, they,
1: they're, they're forgiving. Now you mentioned that your, your jobs line up with your interests. And I, I can't imagine that's by accident. I'd love to hear about how you created that situation.
0: Well, um, you know, when I, well, first of all, uh, I did it by not taking advice. Um, mm. When when I when I went to West Point, everybody said just survive. You know, just survive. Plebe year is really tough, and but I was always interested in. Um, chinese culture uh and 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 here i had the opportunity to take chinese everybody said just don't do it because that's really time consuming and you will not you won't survive and uh, my parents begged me don't do it (laughs) but i did it and i did spend a lot of time my weekends friends were drinking beer and i was out studying at the language lab and uh i just really and really enjoyed it and after a couple of years i i um paid my own way to go to china uh, in 1979 and and uh, came back and i I found what i want to do and so anyways i ended up um i ended up i didn't know why but people said what are you going to do with it you know my uh I've had people say, you know, why are you studying Chinese? I mean, it was it, at the time, there was no future in it. Mm. It was just, you know, your intro, your hobby. And I just figured, well, you know, it's what I want to do. So I did it. So I, I, I started studying. And even I remember I ended up in the University of Hawaii and there were no Chinese there. They're all Japanese. And my Japanese uh, partner today said to me, why are you studying Chinese? You know, what? Why, why are you studying Chinese? I was studying Chinese uh, poetry and, okay. and uh, classical Chinese, which is a different language than the vernacular. And he would help me with it because he learned it in in high school. But then, uh, twenty years later, he says to me, "Oh, now I understand why you're studying Chinese." <laughs> like he he assumed. Understand I understood it because China was going to be an economic powerhouse where there was lots of business to be done, which is not why I studied it. That was my last, I mean, I I did not do it because of that. Um, but ultimately um I studied international relations in, in Tokyo and Again, because I that was the first type of articles I read in the newspaper. That's why I chose international relations as a, as a subject for my master's degree after Chinese as a bachelor's. And so I, I followed my interest rather than um, what was probably more practical. I probably should have got an MBA, um, but I still wanted to do international relations. So that was interesting. And I, I don't... Um, I'm not a professional like diplomat uh, or professor of international relations, but nonetheless, my my um, my work involves is it is involved with culture. I mean uh, business and communications and uh, understanding culture is critical to to doing international business. and so I'm very fortunate that especially here in Tacoma where, Probably ninety percent or more of our trade is with Asia, East yeah. Asia specific. So the Chinese, Japanese interest in Korea and Vietnam uh, as well are all really um, right on. Uh, so I'm I'm very very fortunate.
1: Yeah, someone would have thought looking looking back that you had this magical foresight to, you know, how things would develop, and you were just forward thinking. Well, well, I did have a lunch
0: with my mentor in graduate school. And I asked him, I said, uh, should I study Japanese? Or should I study Chinese? You know, I, I, which one should I, should I? Mm. And and he says to me, why not do both? He said, uh, and, and, you know, sometimes I, I think, oh, gee, if I had done like chinese i my chinese would be so much better if i had just focused on japanese my japanese would have been so much right. better but i'm glad i did both uh because um yeah it's just more broad the 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 i think there's some also also comparative uh culture which is what i studied japanese and chinese from from the distant perspective of an american they're almost like oh they're the same but they're very different you know Mm. very very different as different as say the british and the french okay wow the french and the italians or the or the french and the germans i mean they're they're from the perspective of of an asian they may say well they're they're europeans you know they're the (laughs) same But um, they're very different, and and yet, yet it's also true there are similarities. There 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 are lots of similarities as well.
1: Yeah. Wow. I um I love that they gave that your mentor gave you the answer of why not both because it's so easy to get caught up in what's the best route and what's the best path, and when we do that, we end up closing doors that we might want to leave open. Yes.
0: Yes. And I think in today's world um there's a a value uh, like never before in breadth of understanding because we we get so specialized uh oftentimes we end up down one route and and um i young people i always advise them you know keep broad you know do a lot of things experience experience a lot of things and i i think uh some people in in out in the business world i was recently we were meeting with vietnam national university we had brought the dean of the milgard school of business with us uh, in vietnam and uh we had in our delegation an engineer and uh the dean of of a a dean at vietnam national university huge university seventy thousand students said um he he was he was doing uh economics uh, that was his thing and he said and then he said we love engineers we love engineers who study economics because they understand models mm. they know the models you know because apparently uh, it's very mechanical you know and, and you can understand models if you're an engineer and you're studying economics, you understand models i said wow that's interesting
1: yeah wow that's, I, you know, this this idea of staying general and it is so important because the world gets so spo- focused, like you said, on specialists that we then it it can really alienate people who don't feel like they have a specialty. You know, we you look at that idea of being a jack of all trades and master of none, and yet there's a place for that, and there's there's a place for that to actually be very rewarding for a person if they don't feel like oh I I I can't commit to this or this, and then we feel like I'm I'm nothing because I don't have a title or a, an interest put behind my name. Rather than just saying I'm an explorer, I'm an adventurer, I'm doing all these things, and that's what's very rewarding.
0: And, and in, in life is uh, long enough that you can do more than one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at the same time, you know, I I I have uh, daughters who are college age, and at the same time, the parents I. I feel for them and understand their their wanting an education that you can sink your teeth into, right? You know, with a with
1: a solid
0: skill coming I'll out see, of it.
1: Sleep well at night.
0: <laughs> yes, and that I understand too. Um, and so I, I'm definitely not opposed to uh, paying for an education where you're going to come out with a skill, right? Because skills are important and and uh yeah so i have to uh,
1: a language
0: a language or or a professional skill is really valuable too
1: yeah i think it's just important to remember there's a place for both you know you don't want your your brain surgeon to be too much of a generalist right (laughs) like i do this on the weekends let's see how this goes
0: Talking to you about pop culture as he's uh as he's getting ready to
1: exactly. Like you see the latest movie. Right. Yeah. So uh I do want to come back to you, you know, you talked about the big key to your career path has been ignoring everyone's advice and not taking that advice early on um and just going against the grain. How much how was that while you were in those moments those early years did you get a lot of pushback a lot of pressure from people to be like hey get on this path or go this direction
0: yeah yes um i did uh i did and um and it scared me frankly um you know i often thought what am i doing you know um uh and and you always you always have nightmarish uh, visions of, of, uh, being, uh, hungry and, and, uh, uh, studying flashcards, uh, you right. <laughs> can't eat them. Uh, but, uh, so, so yes, uh, the, definitely there are, there are times, there are times along the way, uh, when I wondered, I really wondered and, and, um, I think it's I think it's pretty normal. I um but at the same time there have been times when I'm I, I really have to be thankful, like, wow, that was really cool. Uh yeah. I, I I remember a few years ago <clears throat> we had two delegations come in at the same time, our two sister cities, one from China and one from Japan. And uh, we had an event at which they were sitting at the same table, nonetheless. Oh. Uh, people who understand international relations and history know that that that's not an easy feat. And, um, and yet uh, I was able to address them both uh, in their language. Uh, and wow. it was wonderful, I was like, wow my two cultures that I love together. Uh, that was really wonderful.
1: Yeah. I imagine it's like when you have two grade school friends that went sideways at one point and you have friendships with both. They're like, can we get in the same room and enjoy a meal together? Yes. Yes. It was just like that. Just like that. Um, so how did you push through those moments where you're having the nightmares about the flashcards and thinking, uh, Am I doing the right thing? Yeah. Well, usually
0: those moments happen when you're tired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're uh, you're tired, or uh, you have low blood sugar, or whatever, you know, you're you're having a challenging time, uh, and and um, I think the best thing, the best thing to remember is, you know, it'll. I oftentimes tell myself it's going to work out it's going to work out things will be just fine i'll get it done you know it, it, it it's going to work out and right. and um and it does you know it it does uh but self-reassuring maybe is the thing that that, that has helped me a lot is uh it'll work out mike don't worry <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna work out and and uh Yeah, I kind of um, try to um, try to sense that uh, um, we there are there are powers out there, or or uh, maybe call it subconscious that is helping in the background and and they it'll take care, it'll take care. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I sometimes have to remind myself that I. I can envision all the negative things. I can paint all those pictures of what could go wrong, but yes. I forget that there's so many things that could go right that I'm not all I'm not doing disaster preparedness around all the things that could go right. So it's like, wait, there's just as much or more positive things that could happen as what I'm catastrophizing in my head.
0: Yes. And and the way life is, I think, is that we create and and we are around us are a lot of supporting structures that we're not always consciously aware of. We're not in this alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like if you went out into the street and, and sat down and, and we hungry,
1: somebody would come by and put food in your mouth. Right. right. Likely. I hear you there. So, uh, before we get to the last couple of questions, you've got your hands in a few different things uh, with local business, international things, um, both with being a principal at Asia Access Inc. and with the Trade Center. What is the best way for people who are listening to really be supportive, to get behind what you're doing out there and, and jump on board? Well, I think it's
0: I think it's we're in a new era <laughs> where um just about anybody, if they really would like to engage in international business, they can do it, uh, and and I'm happy to share uh, my experiences. Just you know, whether it be a call or a Zoom call or a visit to my office, I'd be very happy to help with this kind of thing. Also, I think um, here in America, we tend to to um, not. Have to go expand uh, our horizons, uh, and and yeah, I'm I'm a board member on the World Affairs Council Tacoma. I'm very happy, very proud of that. And at the World Affairs Council Tacoma, what we do is we bring in people who have gone places, amazing places, and they come back and tell us about it. But it, it expands our horizon. And I would challenge the audience to take a trip, go somewhere, uh, if you can. Uh, or whether it's domestic, maybe in the U.S., maybe maybe it's somewhere uh, within a hundred miles, maybe it's on the other side of the world. If you could, have, if you can, if you can swing that, but uh, stretch our boundaries a little bit. Uh, and I know that's uh, for me, having gone to China at 19 years old, um, it was life changing and 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 i encourage young people especially before they get married and have kids and and have responsibilities just do it just go you yeah. know and and uh anyways i and i i'm really supportive of that and happy in fact after this after this uh, uh podcast i have a call with a young uh college student who's interested in international and so yeah. i'm going to tell him about my experience and right. and uh, I don't, i'm hopeful it might be helpful to him
1: well one thing that i think is so neat about what you just shared about pushing our boundaries is that you know there are, that you point out there's ways that we can do that it doesn't have to be if you can't afford to take a trip around the world even just as simple as going to a restaurant in a neighborhood in your town that you never would go to like just some good take point. at least one step out of your comfort zone and experience a little different culture
0: good point good point uh, here here in the u.s it's it's not so necessary and 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 even when we go abroad sometimes it's not that necessary people can stay in in their travel group uh and and not get outside it but uh with their resources out there like free of charge just like we talked about duolingo yeah <laughs> i mean. These are there. There are resources out there uh, that allows you to, you know, expand and and explore. Uh, And and uh, call the World Trade Center. I'd be happy to talk to anybody who's who's interested uh, in. My, my I, Right now, I'm still Asia heavy, but recently I've been going to Europe and sometimes I go to trade shows and things over in Italy. And uh, I'm fascinated by by Europe now because I focus so much on Asia.
1: Yeah, this is a whole expansion for you now to yes. different cultures. That, uh, that That's one thing that's interesting perspective to think about, too, is we can immerse ourselves getting to know a different culture. And yet there's so many others that we can still learn about.
0: Yep, yep, and even one culture. I mean, going deep into one, China, 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 for example. I mean, I could, I could study China all my life, and and feel like I've just scratched the surface. Right. Um, they they, uh, they have a a saying, "活到老学到老还有三分学不到." Uh, you can live in the old age. And yet there's 30% that you will never know. And st- if you study till old age, you live till old age, you'll still start to, well, the reality is
1: there's 99% you will never know. <laughs> right. Yeah, there is so much. And um, and that can both be overwhelming and rewarding, right? To know that there's so much that we can continue to, to explore. And yet it can also be daunting. And uh, oh my yeah. God, will I ever, I mean, projects can be like that. Like there's so much to do that. Will I ever get through this? But. Right. Yeah, right right well Michael well, before we go I'm curious if there's um anything else you want to make sure we share and then I'm gonna ask you for something you challenge our audience on uh, share um
0: well um share in in um uh, uh, I can't tell you the latest cool songs uh, <laughs> uh, or the latest hey i'm gonna see barbie tonight are uh, you wow yes yes uh, and that's my my daughter bought me a ticket
1: uh, so so that's going to be interesting um, that has to make it even more fun for her knowing that you don't go to things yes much it makes it an even bigger deal
0: but this this sounds interesting. I mean I what from what I found out it sounds interesting. So I'm I'm looking forward to that.
1: Now so it's chance... based on a doll that a lot of American kids played with.
0: Right. Just
1: kidding.
0: <laughs> right. And I and I remember, I mean and apparently the doll in the early 60s stretched boundaries. Yeah, uh, and, you know, a very positive force and then apparently like it kind of backfired a little bit with with the rigidity of 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 the looks and the right model that it was projecting and then i remember there was a period um during oh. which like suddenly there were all types of barbies and he, even in japan there was a, a a barbie more cute cute with big oh. eyes <laughs> and a, a cute more like a cute barbie oh, all barbie. this and but now um i've heard it's 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 bringing up social questions and things that are that are pretty interesting
1: so yeah i'm looking forward forward to the conversation yeah looking forward to that definitely well how would you challenge people who are listening on how they can own their awkward
0: well i i think um when you when you have an awkward it typically is seen as a short suit um, but in cards, when you have a short suit, usually you have a long suit too. Mm. Uh, and and so look for the long suit. Look for the long suit and play it. Um, I think that I think that's one thing. Uh, and, and what is the long suit and 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 what can you do with it mm-hmm. to 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 contribute? What contribution can you make with it? Uh, is the question? Because um, that, I think, is where ultimately um, satisfaction in life comes from. Yeah, I love So that. ask that question. If I have a short suit, what's the long suit? Because there's always one. Um, and what can I do with it? How can I contribute with it? Using it.
1: Yeah, I, um, I love that you mentioned that. Bringing that contribution is where we have the satisfaction and. When we feel valued and when we feel like we're contributing, that's the most rewarding thing that, that I've ever experienced. And from pe- people that I talk to, and I talk to so many, that's the underwriting theme.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And go to a restaurant
0: in your neighborhood <laughs> that you haven't been to. Go to a, a country or a, or a part of the state uh, that that is unfamiliar to you. Uh, learn a language that you used to know and you want to dust it off or a new one. I mean, these the, 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 these are challenges that I think
1: are worthy too. I agree. I agree. Well, I've been enjoying that challenge because you gave it to me a week ago <laughs> and uh, it's, it's already been rewarding. So thank you so much for being here today and for everything that you're doing to help relations and grow business around the world.
0: Well, th- thank you for having me on. And I'm going to watch all of your uh podcasts that's my challenge i look forward to that
1: hey, i i love that challenge so thank you so much and thank everybody you. else be sure you go out there this week and as always own your awkward thank you so much for listening in for today's show be sure to visit awkwardcareer.com to continue your journey and of course please like subscribe and share with your friends so they can find their awkward side and learn how to own it